Welcome to day five of 12 days of living free with RP. I am your host, the Tubiac Maniac, and today we have Makulu, who got diagnosed back in 2018, and that diagnosis hit him like a ton of bricks. It was a lot to take on, all in one shot. But let's see how he's handling it now, four years later, on today's show. All right. First off, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out today to be on it. Thank you, Michael. You're very welcome. So introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, tell us a little bit about you know yourself and, and your family and all that stuff. Um, I'm called Trevor, Trevor Tinamgisha. Um, I'm an orphan. I lost uh, my parents, I think, uh, when I was two years old and um, being taken care of. So I'm with my guardian, who's my grandmother. So um, we live in uh, Kampala. That's the capital city of, uh, of Uganda. And um, yeah, I have uh, two uncles on her side, two uncles on her side, plus an auntie. Um, I do not know much on my father's side because I didn't um, I didn't connect with them ever since I was ever since I was young. So um, mainly on uh, my mother's side. Um, so those are the family I I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, when did you? So when did you actually get diagnosed? Like, when do you do you remember the actual diagnosis? Yeah. Uh, I remember that date. I even marked it on my calendar um, <laughs> because it was a very, very uh, like sad for me. Uh, it was right. August of thirty first, two thousand and eighteen. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember sitting there listening to the doctor, and it was like she was telling me, "You're going to like, you know, that's that's that like someone tells you you're going to die in uh, the next day." So that sort of thing. So I could not move from my seat. I was just frozen. I just had a saying, you have RFP. And then the rest of the words, I didn't understand them because I went with my auntie and my auntie's one was listening. But she could see that I had frozen on the seat. Um, yeah, because of what she was saying, uh, it, looked, it looked more of, um, she wasn't giving me any solution. To, to the problem right she right. was just yeah she was just telling me um oh if you're driving stop driving uh, if you finished school um if you're still studying please do it quickly um if uh, if you're working please go and uh, buy rental units like apartments so those are those are the ones that are going to help you that sort of income once you totally go blind uh, so I was just in shock with what she was saying. And she was telling me, if you're not married, get married quickly, have a kid very quickly, while you can still see the kids. So Man. those statements are the ones that made me freeze on that seat. Yeah. So you got a lot of you got a lot a lot of information all at once. <laughs> yeah, all at once. And um, she told me she also uh, she doesn't know much about RP. And um, that is what she could uh, only give me. You know, she told me, um, try going online and, and research 
do your research about it. Yeah. So how did you, uh, well, we know how you felt then, but how do you feel now, what, four years later? How do you feel about having RP now? Um, I want to put, I don't know the right word to use. I'm still, I'm still um, getting used to it because for the, after I was told, it took me about two years, two years as I had locked myself, I was into that state of, um, I don't want to talk to anybody. Okay. Because I knew, yeah, I was trying to like, because I, I had a bucket list and I was trying to see what I can bring things forward to do things very fast. Um, all of the plans that I had had for, like in future, say, say become big. So um, I had locked myself about two years. So I was in my shell and I didn't want um, any advice or stuff from anyone. So thankfully, lockdown happened and uh, I got to enjoy the virtual world and uh, yeah, I tried to go online and try to learn what other people who have RP are, um, are going through. So it helped me out uh, in one way that it's not the end. Um, you can still do lots of things even with RP. So it's this year that I started to open up um, little by little. But I was in two of my shelves. It's a couple of friends who helped me out to say, you know what, um, you can heal. And uh, once you open up to, to your friends and let and tell people what you what's affecting you. And where exactly is your vision right now? Uh, doctor told me I have uh, 65 on my left and my right has zero. Oh, wow. Yeah. I see that a lot, actually, where, like, one eye is different. I've had, like, a decent amount of people on who uh, it's, like, one eye is, you know, greatly different than the other one. Uh, Yeah. It's interesting. Mine is, like, my left. I think it's my left eye might actually be a little worse than my right eye, but I don't think it's, like, it's not significantly different at least i mean i don't i mean i don't know maybe it is <laughs> so what do you uh, so what do you like to do for like what are your hobbies what do they what are, you know what are your what are you passionate about i'm passionate about uh adventure i love nature walks a lot um because i do camping so i love to take people uh camping and um, and uh, also watching sitcoms because just love the fun. Even if I don't watch, I don't like get to see the pictures, but just the words, sitting down and just laughing at the words. Okay, right. Yeah. So how does so your vision? RRP, how does your vision affect? Oh, sorry. So I was Go saying, uh, like with RP, um, my major hobby is now just uh, nature walks and. Um, just watching sitcoms but before that before this i got the news um i had a lot i could because i love traveling uh, i love traveling i love reading now everything changed after go to rp yeah do you like to do what about audiobooks and stuff like that have you thought about that um i'm i've my friends have told me about that, so it's something I'm starting to look into. Okay. Now, how yeah. has your vision affected you, um, like, doing 
like when you're camping, do you, uh, are there things, you know, does your vision affect, you know, how you uh, do these certain things now, how you do camping and stuff like that? Yeah, it, uh, it does. Cause but normally when, normally when the screws fall out and uh, picking them up is a bit, bit of a challenge. So, so some, some people can see me trying to like feel around. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, the screw is there. And then, so, I'm like, oh yeah, thank you. Um, so I get it, but it doesn't affect me with more with the camping. It's only in the night yeah, that right. it becomes a, a bit, because um, uh, I can't move around uh, to know how people are, are people enjoying uh, their camping tents, right? Are they okay? Uh, that sort of thing. So I tend to sit normally um, at the fireplace and not move the muscle. And uh, I let other people do uh if there is anything that people want, like in the night, um, they can uh, they can just talk to my colleagues, and uh, not me. so basically in the night, um, not doing much. No, yeah, that's 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 the best way to do it. <laughs> Have somebody else take care of them. <laughs> so uh... yeah, but it's it's um, like because because I was working with a tour company and. Um, Right. I just quit. Uh, I quit. I quit recently because I was doing more of the office job, uh, replying uh, emails, trying to talk to clients, and doing all that sort of marketing on the computer. So, and I, I started to see I was getting uh, a bit slow on the computer. The typing was, um, and there was a lot of work and replying all those mails. It became hectic, and I just quit and said, "Let me concentrate on uh, on camping and." leave uh, the tours and some uh, to, to other people that can do it yeah ah, cool well that's what rp is all about you know it's all about just adapting and you know figuring a way to you know continue on with what you're doing i mean that you know they're all it's all about obstacles and just finding a way around them so you i mean what you're doing is absolutely just part of that journey you know you know you just figure it out yeah, that's what we're great at. People RP are really great at just like you know adapting to situations very quickly. I, I just always yeah, because, I think so anyway. Yeah, because ever since uh, 2018, when I got the news, um, when when I tell people I'm just adapting, and I just said adapting this year, um, some people get shocked uh, <laughs> because they because I keep keep telling them there's not much information you get uh, even from the hospital. They just go check your eyes. Da, 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 da. Okay, give yeah. you give you vitamin give, give you the vitamin A and that that's it. So you come back and then it's you to do your own um, your own search. Um, it's not until at least this year that I got in contact with someone who has RP. So he's the one that is basically helping me to adapt, giving me tricks and yeah. Right. Yep. That's what it's all about. So uh, have you experienced the uh, wet floor sign much uh, in the past, you know, say four years or so? Or even before um, maybe you got diagnosed, did you ever trip on a wet floor sign and just not know why? Um, here, actually here in, uh, in Uganda, no things are a bit, yeah, yeah, there's nothing like wet floor signs or any oh, signs okay. that show that the floor is wet or um because if i give an example um, 
Yeah, if I give an example, like um, in terms of moving. Um, okay. Because there are a lot of, uh, you know, man manholes. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so they have like, they're like manhole covers and, and that sort of thing. So there are people um, who tend to remove the covers because they oh. want to use the part. Yeah, that sort of thing. And the challenge is they don't um, put like signs or like cover it up quickly. Yeah, so, right, no. Yeah, and I've fallen in uh, two of those. Oh man, that's crazy. Uh, my 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 mom also did that once. She fell inside yeah. one too. Yeah, that's that's a, that seems to be now a common thing. I guess I guess. Wow. Yeah, that's the biggest challenge. Yeah, there are no signs. Um, right, not like blocked off or wrote, you know, or kind of uh, taped off yeah. or something. Yeah, because even wow. if even if because uh, I have this 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 uh this habit of if I'm to go to a place the next day. I tend to go there a day before just to do like to map out the route and have it in my head. And I'm basically, I'm basically calculating where um, is this surf? Is there a manhole or something? When I look at the footpath, it's like it's all good. And mm -hmm. then you find the next day the cover was removed. It was basically still in the night. And wow. you, find, you find that just um, distorts your whole route. Right. So that's the biggest challenge even even when you go in the supermarkets as i'm shopping you don't see those signs of grateful sign or something you may just step in the water or step on the water or kick the bucket just leave. yeah <laughs> do you use a cane no i don't um i don't use a cane have you have you um thought about starting to use one yet or get any kind of training or i mean do they have training out there for uh visually impaired yeah, there is. Um, like a school or whatever. Yeah, I think there's a school, but mainly because if I even go online, it's mainly for kids. Like the trainings and all that are mainly for children. I'm yet to see uh, some like a school or something for for the adults. Yeah. So mainly, mainly the training and schools that I see are for uh, for children. Oh wow. I didn't think, oh, yeah. what, they, so they just don't have, like, I mean, I know, like I said, here in the United States, you know, and I mean, other countries too, I know they have, you know, have, you know, mobility training, you know, O&M training. So they don't offer something like that for adults. It's just mostly for kids. Mainly the schools are for kids. If I'm to get that training, most likely it has to be um, at the hospital. Like I have to go to the hospital, then the therapist, um, I think, will guide me. Uh, guide me through because he mentioned it at one point that uh, in in years to come we will uh, have to do the training on uh, with how to use a cane and all that. Oh, that that'll change the world, man! Like when yeah, the biggest. Hopefully, it'll stop. Uh, it'll catch the manholes. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. The biggest issue would be. Um, because we're still trying, I'm still trying to work around the the stigma, the stigma bit of it. Oh yeah, I got yeah, we we all struggle with that. Uh, you know, once you have that cane, it's um, and you know, here here's the blind guy. You know, everyone's staring, everyone's staring at me, and you know, that's that's what you think in your head. You know that that's what's happening, which really isn't the case. Like most people see the cane and they actually just want to help you. Like now you now it's something to tell people. Oh, that man has a problem. You know, maybe I can yeah. help him. Like, 
Whereas we don't always think that way. We kind of think, you know, we just, it's, uh, it's, it's a big step to, to just take the cane and, you know, walking around with it and stuff like that. But I feel like once you do it and once you like take that, you know, rip that bandaid off, so to speak, um, yeah. it just changes your world. You realize like, I don't care what other people think. I, I, I need, I need to be safe and this is helping yeah. me be safe. And you're going to feel so much more confident about, you know, being out in public in certain areas, you know, once you have that, you know, because I think about it, if, if someone I, looks at you, they don't know you're visually impaired. If someone looks at you right now, they don't know that. So they're not really going to be open to help you. They're just going to be like, why is that guy? That guy looks drunk or that guy looks disoriented. Why? What's this? What's this problem? <laughs> you know? So when you, once you have that cane in your hand, even if you're not even using the cane, just having the cane yeah. in your hand is kind of like, uh, you know, it just lets people know, you know, I have a problem. And, and, and this way, you know, it changes the way people see you. You know, and and actually, they'll they'll see you in a better light. You know, you, you think they're like, oh, there's a blind guy. It's like, no, they're not. They're not going to think that. A lot of people, a majority of people anyway, are are nice and they want they want to help. So, and now they know that hey, this person has a problem. But everyone has to get that version yeah. on the on their own. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. Because I've uh, experienced that a lot when it comes to the supermarket, and because um, they tend to move things a lot. And um, okay. when I ask for help, the person looks at me in this sort of weird, weird way. Like, can't you really see? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, why well, can't? Yeah. Can't you do so. it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, or like you said, when you yeah, drop, it's like when you drop this, when you drop like the screws or something, you know, and you're swiping your hand around and everything, and People are like, can't you just like pick them up? <laughs> can't you just see where those screws are? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. it's like, it's not that easy. But yeah, I mean, and, and plus having, if you think about it, using a cane is a lot better than having to wear a shirt that says you're visually impaired or something, you know, like no, no, nobody wants that. Like I would, I wouldn't want to wear a shirt all the time because like I had to or something. I mean, I, I do have shirts like, for when I do activities, like, you know, I have a blind runner shirt, you know, and things like that. So people know, uh, you know, yeah. I have an issue when I'm doing an activity or, you know, but I mean, my daily life, I don't think we'd want to wear like a shirt every day that said, hi, you know, I have, a, you know, I have retinitis pigmentosa and I'm, I'm, I'm visually impaired. Like nobody, I, I wouldn't want to wear that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. True. So I, so how are, what about um how is public transportation out out there? Oh, very bad. Um, it's very very bad. Um, I must say it's mainly for the sighted, mainly for the sighted. Um, right. Because yeah, if I'm to going to um going like uh there, there's what we call here taxis. Uh, there is fourteen seater. Putting seater taxis. So as you move, even they just park, um, sort of like park anywhere, a person can actually stop you because the, the taxi can actually park next to a trench. And <laughs> so if you're not like you jump off, like you jump off the taxi, you're most likely, and you don't see uh, the trench, you're most likely to fall into the trench. That's oh, the man. biggest disadvantage. Uh, because they don't, it's, it's, there are stages that are designed for 
for taxis, like where to park and all that thing. But they um, tend to uh, go, should I say, like disobey like the rules, that sort of thing, and uh, they can sort of park anywhere. So you may stand, you may like get off the taxi, you may step on the portal, like which has water in it, and everyone's looking at you like, don't you see it? That sort of thing. So it's, it's crazy. Like I stopped using, yeah, I stopped using. Um, uh, taxis only only if I'm with like with someone that knows I have an issue with the site, then we can right, move right. together. Well, what yeah, about like just, um Uber? Do you have Uber or any kind of things like that out there? I don't know if you know. Yeah, Uber is there as well, but okay, it's quite uh, it's quite expensive here, so I tend to uh, okay. use it. What about yeah, school? So oh, what about like regular buses? Yeah, the buses are also there. Um, okay. Yeah, but it's also kind of the same thing. It's mainly, uh, the buses do tend to help a lot for uh, like the pregnant ladies, because mm-hmm. they are like sort of like seats and stuff designed for for them. Um, but um, especially like now for me, who was RP, uh, with low vision, as you enter the bus, or it's not like someone's going to show you, oh, go and sit here, go and sit there. Um, they will expect you to go and move, but sit quickly because as soon as you enter, the bus is starting. They don't wait for you to actually go and sit down. So the bus starts to move while you are looking for like, where yeah. to sit. Yeah. So that's a very, very big, uh, very, very big challenge. I think the cane, <laughs> I think the cane will come into be be more helpful. Um, if someone sees you with the cane, so they'll know you need actually help. Oh, absolutely. I'm telling you, when you start, when you finally get to that point, it's gonna, you're you're probably gonna realize that man, I should have been using this a while ago, you know. But like once again, you have to get there on your own and you know be ready for that when you're ready for it. Yeah. So normally to move about, I tend to use um, the motorcycles. This is what you call here the border border transport, like the means the two wheels. So okay, I see to. I sit on that and uh, it takes me to wherever I want to go. All right. Yeah. So it's much, I find it much, much easier. The only issue is during the rainy seasons. <laughs> that's the thing. Oh, to yeah. That's, that's got to be not be good. <laughs> yeah. So here's a fun question. If you could get your vision back, what's one of the first things that you would do? Um, that's a hard question. Uh, <laughs> that's a very, very hard question. But can I tell a story on that? Um, sure, go for it. Yeah, because this year, because um, I still struggle with my, like, getting my grandma to be acceptful of, um, of RP, that I have mm. RP, because here they right. think RP is more like a cast. That sort of thing, and um, ah, right, I remember, right. Yeah, yeah, I remember I was taken to, I was taken to see some. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't. I, I don't know the right title to give them. Um, they tend to like see who cast you, who did this to you, who's doing charms on you, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. the lady tells me that because um, she touches my eyes, that sort of thing, and tells me that someone removed my eyes and replaced them with eyes of a cat 
And then what? told me that, and then told me that um, my eyes are somewhere in the river, that sort of thing. And she told me, and and she she again like touched my my eyes, sprinkled water, and then told me um I should be seeing, I should get my sight in October this month. Sorry, next month. So told okay. me you you you'll be seeing fully in October, that sort of thing. And of course she was reporting back to the to, to, to my guardian. So I was telling my guardian as well, everything, uh, what they had done to me, that sort of thing. So that thing was a bit scary. And when I was told that, that you will get your, your site back in October fully, um, it's when I was asking myself, what will I do with my, I, with my uh, site fully back? Do I go back into um, my old job and say, you know what, I need my job back? Yeah, but right. It, uh, yeah, do I go get the keys of the car and say, you know what, I'm driving again. Um, let's start driving. So that sort of thing. So, yeah, but I think I'd love to, plus I think I'll just have to get used to the site because uh, yeah, right, all my life right. I've, been yeah, I've been struggling to uh, see. So it will, I'll have to first adapt to seeing fully. And yeah, I think the first thing would be is to, running the night so there you go that's a good one yeah yeah like just, I, thing I do. yeah or almost anything at night would be uh would be fun to do <laughs> <laughs> like for once i just go for a walk at night or you know yeah go hang out with your friends by a you know by a fire at night somewhere and just say you know actually be able to actually walk around and feel safe yeah that would be uh that that's that's yeah, a small because, thing that people uh, just don't think about yeah, because most of my friends, I've not yet opened up to most of my friends uh, about it. So I keep receiving these invites of, come we hang out, come we hang out, um, and all these are night activities. And they, I do, I give them a lot of excuses. So it would be fun to say for once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Accept, okay, I'll see you guys there. <laughs> <them>. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. Wait, so you said your friends don't know you have it? Because um, the few I got, like I mentioned, there was stigma about that. Because when I um, when I said opening up to friends um, this year, I said opening up to telling their friends that that I have RP, and most of them were asking what's RP, and they had to go online and Google, and then they're like, no way. Um, they'll be like, but I've known you for um, more than ten years. I've not seen you having any issue and I tell them yeah because I kept it uh, a secret yeah I'm good I'm good <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I tell me I'm good at I what I do <laughs> yeah yeah I used to survive and all that and because now like there's a friend of mine that I told and uh, he used to invite me a lot to 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 functions oh come come and go here come and go here now all of a sudden the invite stopped and the communication is now should I say it's not very low or something? Someone that used to talk to almost like every day. No, now no. talk like like once a month or something. So it's their uh -huh. reaction towards me having it that makes me not to open up a lot to people because there is that bit of you may have a huge circle of friends and uh, and then yeah you, you open up. Yeah, you don't want to see that other side of of them that you had never seen before. 
But at the same time, those don't sound like friends that you'd want to have in the first place. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want friends that like cast me out because, you know, I'm not like them or, you know, I have an issue. It's like, I, I think I'd want to see, I, as much as it sucks, I might want to see like, you know, how good of a friend are they? Because if, you know, they should, they should want to help you as a good friend. Yeah, that's the thing. And the good thing I told uh, this, as part of all the friends, they're only, um, they're about, they're about five, five to six friends that, um, that are still stuck with me. And they tell me, ah, Trevor, you know what? We are, we are going to pick you and that'll be your eyes at night. There you go. Awesome. And, um, yeah. And it's a bit funny that even when they're with, let's say with, like on a date or something like that with their friends, their partners, they are more worried about me, like concentrating on me than their partner. That's good. So <laughs> that's a good friend. Yeah, and they'll yeah, be like, okay, um, do you what do you want? What do you want? What do you um, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you this? So I have a feeling like their partners will be like, Why are you concentrating more on your friend than me? <laughs> <laughs> That's so it's um, yeah, it's just those five to six friends that I am now comfortable around. That's all you need, man. That's so, all you need. Yeah, I would rather have so, I would rather have five or six like really good friends than have twenty not good friends. <laughs> you know, people who you know, kind of good friends. Yeah, because yeah, of those six friends, I have them. Um, others are helping me research online, like um, like the one who had tagged me in um, in your post uh, when you had this podcast and uh, tagged me. Told Trevor, you need to do this. Um, so I have those friends that tag me in um, like a lot of information that can guide me with RP. Awesome. Uh, that that help me look out. That always on the lookout for me. And then I have these ones who are physically who are. Um, helping me to, to move up, to move about. Yeah. Ah, awesome. Very cool. So um, here's another uh, interesting one. And I, I don't know if you've experienced it yet, but I have to, I always like to ask it anyway. In your dreams, are you visually impaired or are you fully sighted? Oh, um, wow. Uh... <laughs> That's a good one. I always like this question. Some, yeah. Um, some, 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 some. Um, because I've had some, uh, some dreams when I'm at the farm, mm-hmm. and um, moving, uh, moving. I've always, I felt like uh, there's someone's always guiding me because I'm always moving next to someone. So there's that bit of that I still can't see even in the dream. And then I've had other dreams when I'm. Um, going to drive so yeah i'm fully i'm fully sighted so and i'm going to drive so those are the yeah those are the so goes a, goes a little bit of both yeah bit of both because i always describe it like as when i have sometimes i have dreams where i'm not comfortable doing something like that's so much that i am visually impaired how i'm seeing but it's more a yeah. it's a it's a i shouldn't be doing this kind of feeling like I know that like if I'm driving and I'm like, I'm not supposed to be driving. But then again, I've also had ones where I've actually mentioned 
you know, that I'm visually impaired or, you know, I've actually said it, but yeah, I haven't had one yet though, where I have my cane. I'm still waiting oh. to have a dream where I have my cane. I have not, I've never had one where I had a cane. And I think I had one person on who had their guide dog in the dream, but it, but in the dream, uh, they weren't yeah. a guide dog. They were just like a regular dog. Oh, Oh, can you get uh? Could you have guide dogs out uh where you're from? Um, Did no. you have that, or is that one of those? Because I know in some countries, I know it's like you know, dogs aren't seen that way. They they don't they don't do that. I've not uh, um I've not seen people with uh, guide dogs, but no? I uh, yeah, but when I was still working with uh, with the tour company, um, I saw that in a hotel because I remember I was. Uh, helping a client check in and then in the lobby I saw um I, I saw okay I saw a foreigner a foreigner had um had a guide dog with him because I was wondering oh how they allow dogs in the in the hotel and, and then I was told um that's a guide dog that's his guide dog so I normally see if I might say the people with guide dogs should be like people from from other countries let's say from developed countries Okay. Um, those are the ones that have the guide dogs. Um, here, um, no, I've not seen um, anyone with a uh, uh, with a guide dog yet. I'm 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 yet to meet um, other people with RP because uh, it's we, we don't we don't even know uh, the numbers how many people have RP here. So that's that's a yes, you, you, you know the you have the one friend you said right that was it right. The one friend is actually Prabath, and um, Prabath is in is in Melbourne, Australia. So that's the ah. only person I know um, who has uh, who has RP. The ones that I've seen when I was when I was when I was actually having my eyes checked, there was a little child, and um, he was in school. I could see him looking at me. Um, because I, I think he was trying to find out, like, how did this guy um, go through it? Um, that sort of thing. But we were, like, we were separated by tables. And so I could see him being checked because I could see me being checked as being asked questions. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for us to get that sort of information to know um, uh, who has who has RP. Because the last I checked, the doctor was telling me I was the youngest then. That the other person who she saw had RP was 50 years. So there is not much um, people getting to and getting to know that they have RP, like going to hospitals. And, so you've and never seen anybody RP. with uh, like a cane? You've never seen anybody else around with like a cane or anything? I've, I've seen one with a cane, but he was totally blind. So it okay, was hard okay. to tell if the, the person had RP or Just not. a mother. Right. Yeah, because yeah. most people that I know that at least I've seen, okay, that don't have RP but are blind, tend to stay home because it, they find it hard to to move about. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so okay. there is, um, it's a whole different thing about uh, blindness here. And, um, oh, yeah, so I was thinking. Are, yeah, all well, the associations that are coming out trying to people out but they can uh, still uh, do uh, do things move about so there is a big 
going to be like the mindset that we have to change a lot. Absolutely. Wait a minute. So if you're out in public with your, say you had a cane, you're out in public, would people like get away from you because they would think that you were cursed? Mm, I'm not, I don't think, but that's the, the, the doctor just gives space because they know that I may bump into them. But um, obviously right. that thing would come through, you know, like, oh, this one is cursed, that sort of thing, because like like i know like you do like he must have done something bad in his life and that's why he's been given this or something or at least that's what i heard from some cultures uh, that's what they think yeah yeah that's the thing because if it started from home that was the first thing um they thought of before going into the science bit the first thing were like this this is a curse or something we we have never seen you have this issue and i also and i told them um yeah because we, we we haven't yet had that that conversation because I've had this issue since I was a child. Um, right. It's that it's it's becoming worse as I grow. So people tend to notice. So things that I used to hide now it's very hard to hide. <laughs> and you don't even it's know your hard. you don't even know your father's side and stuff. So you don't even know if there's anything yeah, that, on that side of the family. Yeah, that's the thing because on my mother's side, no one has it. So. Yeah. There's that there's that belief it's on my um it's on my father's side that sort of thing because I don't even know what type of uh, gene I have that sort of thing right. because yeah. here mm-hmm. we don't here we don't um we don't have testing like there's nothing to do testing for RP uh, to know what right. type of gene you have that sort of thing yeah. so when I go online I I keep seeing people that they have RP this type of gene da, da, da. Um, it's hard to it's hard to understand what type of treatment or how they are going about because I see someone saying he has this gene and it's aggressive and you're like, and you're like okay I don't know this uh, I just have something general so right yeah first first of all trying to convince um, people within and, and that's within family to tell them um, oh could you help me such way I can do the I can do I can get a gene testing done and it's very hard so I tend to use my friends to help out and find out um, where I can get uh, gene testing done and so it's if if my my family first the first thing you think about is okay you may be cast then I have this feeling that maybe also the public thinks like that. That's the first thing they think about. That's crazy. Now, wait, I've had some, I've had people on who have actually left their country and moved to another country because, you know, they had better resources. Have, is that something you've ever thought about? Um, no, I've only thought about maybe going to a different country to have my gene, uh, my gene test uh, to get to move the type of gene I have. Okay. And uh, I look at, it's not about running away. Uh, I just feel that I need to help others with my sort of like with my condition because I feel there are people out there. Because if you don't, if you, do, if you don't even know how many people have RP, there may be people that are um, having a sort of challenges. And I feel that I can maybe help out. And uh, me who has um, gone through a lot, um, with the stigma, hiding, the bullying, and all that, all that, all those things. Maybe I can mm-hmm. help out 
that kid that I saw across the room. Oh, right. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, who was also looking at me, also, I think, trying to wonder how, how, uh, how did you make it? So I feel like I would maybe go get the resources, that sort of thing, the knowledge and, and all that, and then get back and help out others. Yeah, That's awesome. I mean, if I go That'd be blind, good. Change, change yeah. the way it, um, blindness is perceived. Yeah, it changes the whole stigma of everything. Because then, like you said, there's probably yeah, people because, that not coming out because they're afraid to say anything. So, like you said, they're probably just staying home. So there might be yeah. a, a lot of other people like you out there in 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 right in your home, you know, right in your country, and you don't even know it because they don't want to come out and you know, and they're they're afraid to say anything. But if you go out there and you be that guy, you know, now they might be like, hey, well, that guy's, you know, he's doing that and he's letting people, you know, know what's up. You know, maybe it's not so bad, and they'll come. You know, maybe you can start like a little, yeah. like you know, your own little organization out there. You know, <laughs> yeah, because, it doesn't it doesn't um, exist, so that's cool. Yeah, because the first people I'm trying to change um, their mindset and it's my family first. Because yes, once I'm successful with changing their mindset, and then um, there's a lot you, you can, can do for others. You could do anything, yeah. yeah. If you if you could convince, if you can open their eyes and yeah, get them, you know, and, and have them educated, yeah, absolutely, that'd be the best yeah. way to do it. Yeah. But I want to thank you so much though for uh, taking the time out to be on today. It's 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 always fascinating, like hearing from people like in like these other countries. Not you know, like there's so many things that we're used to, you know, especially in the United States and Canada and other areas around here, like where it's easier to access like a lot of this stuff and we forget yeah. that there are people like you who are in areas that you know you, you have rp but you don't have the benefit of all of this you know all these resources that i have or other people have so i always think it's pretty interesting to to hear that perspective and that you know let people know that you know even if you you, you might think you're struggling but it could, it can be always worse too. So it's, you know, it's nice to hear, you know, we, we're lucky, we, you know, we should appreciate what we have or be lucky that we, sometimes we don't, we don't do that. Sometimes we forget how lucky we are to have just like, even just the fact that, you know, I have, you know, guide dog schools and, you know, and, and different amounts of them. And I have, you know, I have a bunch of resources to get, you know, where I got to get and things like that. So I think it's good to hear from yeah everybody around the world and you know and and hopefully also you find you get some education out of it too because you know like you said thing, you know maybe there's not a lot of information where you are yeah because i get um i go to start listening to your podcasts and um i get to hear the stories of how other people have uh, how they are living with uh, this condition and how they are trying to adapt so i'm getting yep. also picking a few things from uh, from that so your podcast exactly. is um, Mangus Marisos Bank as well. Thank you. So uh, what would you like to leave it as? How would you like, is there anything you'd like to say, anybody, say to anybody out there or any words of wisdom you want to leave anybody with? Um, I think or the only thing I would say to... is just keep, yeah, keep expecting. Um, don't lose hope. Just keep expecting. Um, things will uh, things will get better. Yeah, 
that's what I can say. Awesome. Just keep there expecting. There you go. Awesome. There you go. Just yeah. never give up, right? All right. Yeah. Well, you enjoy the rest of the way. Wait, wait, what time is it over there now? Um, Try that. I forgot. Oh, it's right. You're in the nine, evening, right? You're like almost like almost yeah, six. nine minutes to six p.m. All right. Well, uh, enjoy. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you to Michael. And I will let you know when Bye. this uh, comes out. Oh, all right. Thanks. Keep Bye. being you. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye-bye. And this has been another great episode of Living Free with RP. Head over to Facebook, hit that like button, and I will see you guys in the next episode.